Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the BU Fitness Podcast. My name is Sean Pruce. I am a lead fitness faculty at Bryan University. Today, we are having a short mini episode to talk about a study that I think is relevant to you and your training, especially if you're trying to make gains right now, if you're trying to gain muscle. There's something in terms of current events and summer activities that could hurt the amount of muscle you're gaining from your program right now. But before we get there, first of all, joining me is fellow Bryan University fitness faculty member Kyle Thompson. Hello. Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful once we got these technical issues semi-fixed. Um... (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Hello. Hello, hello. This is the first episode we've had in about a month and a half. It may even be more. We've had quite the hiatus with um, with trips and things and stuff. Life. Yes. Uh, (laughs) In in regards to you, obviously it was your birthday about a month ago, and then you made a few trips. Uh, Where did you go in the last two months? Uh, I'm gonna have to think about that for a second. Okay, so we went to Milwaukee uh, for HPGM Hispanic Professionals of Greater Milwaukee. Okay, um, <clears throat> that's the fancy ball that you and fancy just went ball to? that we okay. went to. Uh, basically, it's an excuse to dress really fancy and eat mediocre food. <laughs> Because um, usually the gala, the gala food sucks. Uh, I've never been to a gala. I'm like, wow, that food was amazing. It's always subpar. That surprises me. I, I would think that going to such a nice event, that with all the money that goes into such an event, yeah. that the food would be nicer. Well, I mean, it's it, not the case. I mean, no, no, because it is a fundraiser, and they're definitely allocating funds not for food. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not horrible. It's just that like you you get you know a small portion, which is fine, but it, the in my experience, it's kind of bland. And I've been to maybe maybe five, six of these things. So not, not too many, but none of them have been, wow, this is great food. So, yeah, anyway, we went to Milwaukee for that, hung out with my, my in-laws uh, who, who live there. And they're a big part of HPGM. So that's why Jessica, my wife, and I go. Um, where else have I been? Do you remember? In California. Oh, California. So we went to go visit some friends out there. Uh, impromptu visit to Disneyland, which we always go to Disney World, so it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to actually go to Disneyland. We've never been. Um, uh, you know, just kind of went around Chino Hills, that, that area for a while. Los Angeles, yeah. Um, Laguna Hills, Laguna Beach. Beautiful. Yeah. What about you? Well, I was, uh, let's see, it's, about, it's been a month already. I was in North Carolina, my dissertation proposal. Oh, yes. And if you're listening, you're like, what the hell is a dissertation proposal? It's a dissertation. So the doctorate, the whole, I'm in the last year of my doctoral program. And the big thing of the doctoral program is to complete a thesis. And a thesis is, is putting together a study with a, a study that should be done, conducting it, and then writing about it afterwards. And before you actually conduct the study, you have to come up with a plan and then pitch it. And that's the dissertation proposal. So I went to North Carolina to pitch my study plan. Thankfully, it was approved. And this fall, I'm going to be conducting a study where I'm going to be training employees of Brown University, which I'll probably talk about at a future point. But that's where I was a month ago. And then I was also in California last week on vacation 
also in LA, which was wonderful. And anybody who, uh, whether you, well, anybody who does not live in, in Los Angeles, I recommend going for vacation. Beverly Hills, Malibu, incredible. Malibu, I saw a beautiful beach and some incredible mountains inland. Have you gone to Malibu? No, I have not. Okay. No, I have not. Highly recommend it. All right, but that's not why we're here. It does not. No. Why are we here? There's a study I wanted to talk about that I think is relevant. So this is where we're recording this, and it's mid-June. The start of summer is next week, mm-hmm. which means that by the time we publish this podcast, it's going to be about the start of summer, June 23rd. Yep. Typically in the summer, what, are the, what do we end up doing? What are, what are common things people do in the summer? Party. Party. Barbecues, vacations, weddings, vacation like I was on last week, weddings, things that we probably end up having a drink or two or more. Or ten. Or ten. What's your, what's well, your favorite cocktail, by the way, Kyle? Ooh. Uh, cocktail? I mean... What? Oh. <laughs> drink. What's your, drink. What's your go-to drink? Um, I'm kind of torn because I've got... A nice scotch, like a Glen Levitt, eighteen year, and pretty. I, I absolutely like that. Um, or a Moscow Mule. Okay, we share that in common. I think you already knew. I'm a Moscow Mule guy. I'm occasionally good with beer. Occasionally good with red wine. Moscow Mule is yeah. my go-to. If you would think, I would say wine. Given you, given you have a wine closet, yeah, in the house. wine room. <laughs> We, uh, my wife and I, converted our pantry into a wine room. R O O M. There is no closet. It's okay. So here's the deal. Kyle, it's awesome. Kyle, it is awesome, and I will agree to that. Kyle called it a wine cellar, but it's on the first floor of his house. So, so we it's a it used to be a pantry above ground. So we, uh, a few of us, uh, like to call it a wine closet because it was where a pantry was. But now there's a wine, I guess a wine room there now. Mm, but mm-hmm. it is not a wine cellar. Cellars are not on the first floor. Uh, yeah. Um, so next time you want to have one of those nice wines, uh-huh. uh, get lost. Okay. Got it. <laughs> anyway. Let's, let's move on. Uh, I want to use language that's not allowed at the university podcast, but mm. I will pass on that. There, there's a, here's, here's why we're having this mini podcast. If you are like us, you are going to be going to barbecues, pod, uh, going to barbecues, going on, uh, going on vacations. We're drinking going, now. Going to weddings. If you're drinking now like we are, <laughs> you, you, you might need to know something. So now if, you, if your goal right now is to gain muscle, if you're working out with the hopes of gaining muscle, there is something you should know in regards to alcohol consumption. So I'm going to tell you about the study, and then we're going to talk briefly about what this means. There was a study that was published in 2014, and the study is called Alcohol Ingestion Impairs Maximal Post-Exercise Rates of Myofibular fibular Protein Synthesis Following a Single Bout of Concurrent Training. That's a long title. If you're listening to that and you're like, well, what the hell did he just say, we'll explain. This is a group of Australian researchers and as well as uh, researchers from other countries. And they took uh, eight people and they put them through three different training scenarios separated by several days. 
one scenario, uh, in all three scenarios, they performed a bunch of leg extension sets. They, so they did some strength training. They did steady state cycling for a half hour. And then to finish the workout, they did high intensity interval training, 10 30 second high intensity intervals. So this was a fairly long workout, a real uh, quad workout, steady state for 30 minutes, and then 10 30 second high intensity interval intervals. <laughs> that did not come out well. Huh? <laughs> 10 30 second high intensity intervals. Now, immediately... So, hey. hey yes, Hi. that's correct. H-I-I, yes. So, this long workout, roughly 75 to 90 minutes. And usually after these workouts, what happens is your, your body is... is uh, there's protein that's being synthesized because your body is building your muscle to be larger than what it previously was. And what does protein synthesis mean, just real quick? Okay. So, protein synthesis is the essentially the act of... of a synthesis is is building, and so we have muscle fibers that are being built up. Um, to put that in layman's terms, so when you are post workout, you are you're, you have positive protein synthesis. You're building you're building new muscle proteins. After the workout for all th uh, all three of these experimental periods, so they did the same workout. And afterwards, what they did changed. It was different. Uh, in one workout, they just consumed 25 grams of whey protein right after and, a, and four hours after. In another situation, they consumed 25 grams of carbohydrates as well as a screwdriver, orange mm. juice and vodka, right after and four hours after. And then in a third situation, they consumed 25 grams of protein with a screwdriver right after and four hours after. So essentially, to summarize that, they, they did the same workout all three times, but after, the thing that happened afterwards changed. In one case, it was just 25 grams of protein right after and a couple hours after. And then in the other times, it was either 25 grams of carbs or 25 grams of protein combined with an alcoholic drink right after and four hours after. So they took the muscle biopsies uh, a couple times after the workout, and what they found is in all three cases, muscle protein synthesis after the workout increased. Makes sense. Give it makes sense. The stimulus of, of exercise. The workout, yeah. <clears throat> now what happened is that the people who did not drink a screwdriver and just had whey protein twice after the workout, their protein synthesis was the highest, meaning that the alcohol-limited the muscle protein synthesis. What they found is that the people who had alcohol and protein had more muscle protein synthesis than the people who had alcohol and carbohydrates. So essentially, the people who drank no alcohol, they had the most muscle protein synthesis. The people who drank alcohol and had protein with the alcohol, they had the second most protein synthesis. And the people who had alcohol and just carbohydrates and no protein had the third most protein synthesis. That uh, honestly, that that stands exactly as far as how I understood it. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, given that protein alone is going to stimulate more protein synthesis than carbohydrates, so mm -hmm. protein and carbohydrate, or sorry, protein and alcohol and carbohydrates and alcohol. Well, yeah, I, I would see how protein and alcohol would be better. Uh, not condoning protein and alcohol together, <laughs> but uh, you know, if that's that's what you got to do, you know, you're you're what. Chocolate whey protein shake with vodka. <laughs> oh, uh, tequila. Um, 
Oh, okay, I'm getting sick. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then just actual just protein or straight protein, you're going to have protein synthesis. Now, given what we know about um, what we call protein denaturing, which is kind of breaking down protein and um, kind of rendering it useless, yeah. alcohol is one of those things that does that. So uh, just on the surface, um, I guess, just on the surface looking at it, yes. uh, observation or, or contemplation, or I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is. Speculating on the Speculating, on the thank you. They're You're welcome. Some kind of word, man, English is hard. Speculating on the surface, um, knowing what we know about alcohol, knowing what we know about protein, uh, I would say that tracks and that holds up to, to what we've seen in previous studies. I know that's um, not necessarily in Australia or this exact setup, but they have seen or shown how alcohol does influence protein synthesis. Yes. So in other words, what, what I used to do in college as far as work out really hard, you know, have my protein shake, then go work at the bars and consume an undisclosed amount of alcohol mm-hmm. while on the job. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully my old boss is listening this to this. This is when you were a bouncer? Uh, this was. Okay. Um, it wasn't great for gains. Dang it. Wow. Well, we can't go back and change that. Yeah, I guess not. Well, here we are, right? <laughs> um, very good. Well, thank you for thank you for sharing that. I think that's it is important for us to remember um, just how everything else can impact what we're doing in the gym. Yes, nutrition yes. as far as consuming protein and, and it makes sure we're eating healthy throughout the day, which is a, a huge challenge for for most people. And then you know, giving into those social pressures of, hey, look, we're, we're having a barbecue, we're having people over, uh, we're gonna drink some wine, we're gonna drink uh, a few screwdrivers. <laughs> um, yeah. I did wanna add, I, I was wondering about the mechanisms for why this would be the case. Why mm-hmm. is that alcohol is interrupting the muscle buildup post-workout. And one thing the researchers said is the enzyme activity, is that the enzymes, some of the enzymes that would assist in muscle protein synthesis are some that would assist in breaking down alcohol. And then if you're drinking alcohol Mm -hmm. and you're building your muscle protein synthesis, that you are making the enzymes compete and you might be taking some of those enzymes, you might be using some of those enzymes on alcohol metabolism, alcohol breakdown, instead of building a protein. So essentially the protein synthesis, the muscle the muscle buildup is suffering because you have to break down the alcohol. Exactly, and your body's gonna prioritize breaking down alcohol first because it is a toxin. It is something that your body doesn't necessarily want. Um, <clears throat> so it's gonna to try to get rid of it and metabolize it. So, very good. I just wanted to add before we wrap this up, mm. as far as what does this mean? What does this mean for you if you are like us and you enjoy a cocktail or beer or wine at your summer barbecues, your, the weddings you're going to go to, the vacations you're going to have? If muscle growth is your muscle hypertrophy is your biggest goal, don't avoid alcohol as much as possible. If you are going to drink, it seems to be that having protein post-workout, including a couple times, as they did in the study, a couple times after the workout, might be the best way to limit the effects of alcohol on your muscle growth. So the goal, the ideal would be if you're trying to gain muscle, don't drink. If you are going to drink, 
have protein periodically during the period in which you're drinking, and that will minimize the damage on muscle growth from the alcohol. Very good, very useful uh, information, especially heading into the summer. Yes. With that in mind, that is all. This is just a brief episode covering this, what, what, what we think is going to be a relevant summer topic. We appreciate you listening, and we'll have another episode soon where Kyle and I are going to be talking about supplements that we think are useful and effective. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.